Hi guys, welcome to another episode of It's Critical. I'm your host Kritika Singh and in today's episode, we have with us Susmita, who's a vegan chef, podcaster and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She runs Carrots, India's first vegan restaurant, bakery and culinary academy. As an ethical vegan and foodie, Susmita believes that empowering people to make their own plant-based food is one of the most effective ways to take the movement forward. Let's hear more from Susmita herself. Happy listening. Thank you so much, Susmita, for joining us today and uh, for giving us your time. And I hope you're safe and your family is safe during uh, this tough time. Before we go ahead, I would really love uh, for our audience to know a little about you. So can you please introduce them with uh, your profession, your work and who you are? Sure. Uh, thanks so much for having me here, Kritika. I like the name of your podcast. It's critical. You know? <laughs> I love pa- puns and, you know, the topics that you have covered so far and that what I heard from you, what you plan to cover all sound like very critical topics. <laughs> uh, Thank you. So my name is Susmita and uh, I'm from Bangalore. I've been vegan since uh, early 2003. And uh, back okay. then, not a lot of people even knew what veganism was. I yeah. was, I'd grown up in a vegetarian family and I used to love uh, dairy, uh, particularly milk and curds a lot. Fortunately, I was never hooked on cheese. (laughs) So when I heard the term vegan, a friend of mine had turned vegan. And when I heard about it, I thought he was bonkers. I'm like, what? You know, how do you even stop having milk and all? That doesn't even make any sense. And I used to be one of those horrible mean. I used to eat cake in front of him and be like, oh, see, you're going to never eat this in your life. And (laughs) basically all the myths uh, that, uh, you know, that stem from a lack of awareness, right? But then I did finally, after a while, after, after quite some time, after finding out about veganism, I did turn vegan. And that was because I finally opened myself up to know more about what exactly happens in the dairy industry. And I didn't want to support that anymore. And uh, after that, my taste buds and all those things just didn't make any sense. You know, they're like, you know, that's not worth the horror. Um, I'm a spiritual person. I've been into Reiki, healing, meditation and all that for many years now. And uh, what happened was uh, that um, when I realized, when when I made the connection, I'm like, okay, if I'm into spirituality and, uh, you know, I want to grow on this path, what where will it lead me if I start by putting food that comes from all kinds of uh, suffering and difficulty into my body so then that's what uh, you know that's that's that kind of also that connection also helped me to make the decision and go vegan when I did go vegan I was like okay how do I get curds that was the first thought I'm like I went searching for curd you know alternatives 
and of course i loved chocolate cake so that was another thing those are the two first things that i made uh, in vegan versions uh, sure you know. yeah <laughs> as as alternatives of course there was regular food yeah. which was anyway already vegan uh, so then um, when I, i back then there was only soy milk i used to make soy milk at home from scratch and make curds okay. out of it i had no clue about all these other varieties like you know peanut curds and cashew milk yeah. and all these other things not yet they hadn't come in to the market yet the idea hadn't sprouted for a few yeah. more years until uh, uh, you know after it turned vegan but even then with just that one soy milk alternative and then just going online and looking for recipes there was just one website again back then called veganfood.net and i used to refer to that for my recipes okay and uh, and i i bought a couple of books like you know really old vegan books and those are still yeah. i i really cherish them because they really changed my life you know having uh, used them in my earlier vegan days so yeah. once i started with those i realized that there is so much variety when it comes to vegan food and i started making new things and eating new things things that i'd never heard of before i'd gone vegan so what it yeah. did was expand my world expand my varieties and it yeah. sparked this whole passion for cooking and baking and everything i wasn't doing much baking before that and i would cook for you know just because i needed to eat but yeah going vegan changed that entirely so from there started this whole journey of how my life completely changed and today everything that i do everything uh, you know in my life it's somewhere my veganism is infused in it um so you. you know it it influences it and either it was birth because i turned vegan like my blog and then my restaurant uh, you know uh, so forth or my spirituality yeah. practice my podcast everywhere it's it's infused right there you know the whole uh, veganism and uh, yeah that's that's uh, my journey of being a vegan i'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur i run carrots which is india's first vegan restaurant and uh, i also run a podcast called the feel good factor i teach guided meditations and there are many other things that i do which uh, if anybody wants to know more they can just go to my website which is uh, veganosaurus.com and find out more about me there well thank you so much for walking us through all the details of your life and it's really interesting to know because there were so many things that i could relate to especially about turning vegan because uh, i was there we've all been there you know that we used to think of whether we can do it or not but i think it's about time that we start realizing that i've been a vegan for 6 years and i've never looked back and i make cakes i make all the cakes that you can imagine and i i mean they are amazing <laughs> there's uh, you don't need just cream or cheese or dairy or you know non vegan items to prepare good food and um, talking about your restaurant i carrots was the first place where i actually met other vegans <laughs> for the first time in my life so <laughs> i used to love being at carrots when i was in bangalore even though it was a short stint mm-hmm. but i used to enjoy uh, going to carrots now talking about carrots uh, how is it like being the first restaurant a first plant based restaurant in india um so the restaurant was started by krishna shastri not by me and i used to be a okay. super enthusiastic customer like you can imagine right like as a yeah. as a vegan uh, the first yeah. vegan restaurant in the country in my hometown yeah. i was like yay 
and i i would go and talk about carrots to everybody i would promote them when they started off and then i would go and teach recipes to the chefs i'm like okay do this do yeah. that you know this is how you can make vegan bread cake whatever i would do some classes and workshops uh, there with them i i i would go i would teach them recipes i would tell them do this don't do this this is how you can make bread this is how you can make cake and a lot of things um so krishna saw how enthusiastic i was he saw that i was connected well connected in the vegan yeah. uh, you know circles uh, within bangalore as well as across uh, india back yeah. then all the vegans knew each other <laughs> so <laughs> you know if we, there were so few of us in the country yeah. um and uh, so he asked if i'd like to join uh, the team and about 10 months after carrots was started i joined the team uh, initially yeah. i just joined there to work i had said i'd committed a year i said see i want to go in my own direction start my own place do something you know do consultation yeah. i had already started that even before carrots i was going to places and i was doing vegan events like pop up as well as uh, demonstrations things like that i i had already done that at a few places and then i joined carrots and i said okay one year but yeah. within within a handful of months of joining I knew this was home. This really, really felt. It, it, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this is a perfect fit. Now, the whole reason I hadn't started my own place is because I didn't want to go through the bureaucracy, setting up the administration, yeah. blah blah blah, and that I was yeah. lazy about that. And here it was, this whole place already all set up and just given to me on the platter and served know, on it, a yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. Um, I got to do only what I wanted to do in those initial, at least for a year or so. I I only yeah. was involved in the creative side of uh, things, yeah. coming up with recipes, menus, social media events, and things like that. It was, you know, being the first vegan restaurant in the whole country. We were yeah. way ahead of the curve. Seven years ago, nobody knew what yeah. vegan was. There weren't many vegans, and yeah. even among non-vegans, it was unheard of. Or those who knew about yeah. it had a lot of myths about it, <laughs> right? They're like, yeah. oh, you know. In fact, I didn't know the term vegan itself. Like, I was vegan even before I knew the term oh. vegan in itself. And it's only after you know some search and discovery of what am I called? What am I doing? I'm definitely not a vegetarian. That I got to know. <laughs> so I can understand how difficult. or rare it would have been for people to even know what vegan is you know this what you said now that gives me a lot of hope for the for veganism in india because there are multiple people from whom yeah. i've heard this they yeah. make the connection they decide like oh you know i shouldn't be having dairy anymore and eggs and all that and yeah. i not support that anymore and later they realize they you know it's called vegan and krishna himself krishna yeah. became vegan in uh, the year 2000 and his family really okay. thought he was nuts like they 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 literally thought he had some issues <laughs> and then you know few, two years later in 2002 there was a first article uh, i think it was in indian express about vegans okay. and then you know they saw and they're like hey there are more people like you <laughs> so yeah it's it's great to hear this but yeah it was very very lonely because there's nobody yeah. else who understands your position there are other vegans but it's very different being a vegan and running a vegan, a vegan business, restaurant right yeah. and yeah. Uh, the yeah. food industry itself is quite difficult to begin with 
uh, it's yeah. it's a tough place so then you know being a vegan restaurant in the middle of that it it was uh, very difficult it was a yeah. uh, it was an uphill climb for us and we have done a lot to create awareness about veganism over yeah. the years you know in, yeah. among the crowd and uh, normalize it as much as possible and make people True. realize how wonderful it is and the food can be as great as or in fact better than the non vegan alternatives yeah. uh, you know so that that took a lot of work so it was great to be yes the first it, now after all that journey and the difficulty 7 years yeah. later it feels great to say in this environment like we were the first vegan restaurant <laughs> but back then like oh did you know first you know that's a little brave of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's always tough right because we don't know uh, it's still difficult for even to communicate this thing to vegetarians that you know you can still try vegan food whether they are non vegan non vegetarians or vegetarians the one question everybody asks me is tum khati kya what do you eat <laughs> it, um, it takes um, you know quite a bit of effort to make people realize that their daily foods especially in india in, and especially if you come to south india most of our vegetarian food is vegan by default there's just yeah. an addition yeah. later of maybe in some cases butter ghee or yeah. something but otherwise yeah. yeah and it's very easy to prepare vegan food and especially in india because uh, i think the idea like you said is to normalize conversations around this because the problem lies in not being aware of it this podcast i think is to make sure that you know we talk about all the alternatives to uh, non vegan items that's available in india or even in the world in general and uh, how people like you are doing great work in helping others to transition so if they are not sure maybe they can just uh, pop into your restaurant and then try some no- uh, vegan items and see if that's something they would want to choose so even taking one step at a time is something that is essential and critical at this moment i have to i to tell you the through my restaurant the crowd the guests who come in of course not right now during the covid crisis yeah. but in the normal uh, you know run of events uh, the people who come in most of the crowd is non vegan so there's only like maybe 25 30% of vegans and the rest are non vegans mostly vegetarians but there are non vegetarians also and some people don't know it's a vegan place they come because they see the yeah. vegetarian food they see the variety yeah. some people know it is yeah. and like you said few people after eating at the restaurant they made that decision to go vegan and yeah. that's like yeah. oh this is worth it all the effort because yeah. this is why we are doing this because there's so much of information right yeah. like uh, what you also take care at the restaurant of what i remember is uh, you know of having information set up for everyone F- whoever needs it there are people there at the restaurant to help them or guide them yeah. and i think that's what needed because uh, we need people who support each other rather than just promoting a certain idea oh. and veganism is not just an idea it's it's a lifestyle and more than a lifestyle it's uh, your dedication towards yourself the animals and the climate absolutely when somebody wants to go vegan i tell them that all you need to do is create awareness for yourself build a support system talk to other vegans that's it because yeah. all of us are happy to share happy to uh, yeah. help people grow uh, and a very big part so with the restaurant also a very big part of what we do is teaching so we teach yeah. vegan cooking and baking because i've always believed that the way forward 
for the world to go vegan is if everyone can make their own alternatives and yeah. you know vegan yeah. food at home and you don't need these alternatives yeah. first of all right it's only for taste yeah. you are nutritionally yeah. <laughs> you you are you you are good with just regular yeah. uh, plant based food plant based yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. as my next question i would like to know what are the kind of food you serve uh, at carrots we have a huge menu uh, it's really fat like 40 pages <laughs> uh, so we have everything <laughs> <lot>. yeah <laughs> you seen it you've been there yeah. and that is just the dine in menu we also have a huge specialty product section uh, so here's the thing we started off with a tiny menu and a buffet system but over the years we built 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 on the menu and then you know uh, got rid of the buffet initially because it made sense only in the beginning so that people get to yeah. taste a variety but it's actually yeah. a wasteful thing so we let yeah. go now the menu has everything uh, from you know your salads smoothies some charts some wraps burgers pizzas pastas it has a lot of fusion food like varieties of things that we've just made up ourselves you know yeah. lots of dishes of those yeah. it has of course indian food and it has desserts like yummy yummy vegan desserts <laughs> and we make a pretty much everything in house our dips sauces ice creams yeah. everything so what happens is because we're making everything in house the milks and curds and all that we yeah. decided that we could also offer these as products to people so people yeah. can actually yeah. order our breads and milks and all these yeah. things so yeah we have every kind of food so that no matter who walks in there will be something on the menu that they would like <laughs> that's that's amazing uh, because you know i remember one campaign uh, i don't know if it was a campaign or i think you used to do it uh, re- quite regularly which was food for service so that anyone who wants to eat food can take it for free and i think uh, the first time i saw it in any restaurant in bangalore was yours <laughs> No actually it, very... it did exist in other restaurants here and we had seen it a few years ago and we had been like oh wow you know uh, so yeah we weren't the first restaurant actually but i guess we really really promoted it and you know let the world know about it yeah, uh, yeah. so we did it in association with the uh, rotary brigades of bangalore they are the ones yeah. who provided the fridge to us and uh, though the initial idea behind this is the excess food to place yeah. it there the yeah. thing is we make everything in small small batches very okay. fresh in small batches so we barely have any wastage yeah. so that's why we decided that whole good karma meal concept where we would actually cook meals and place them in the fridge okay. so anybody who's hungry can take them and go <laughs> so yeah. there were uh, very few you know leftover cakes and things there okay. but mainly it was actually fresh food um and then a lot of people uh, contributed to it so we would place meals on their behalf also and it was going very well but then yeah just uh, before the covid, the COVID. Uh, it stopped there was some um, uh, there was some construction work so the road was being dug up and we stopped okay. then and then yeah okay. we never restarted because of covid but uh, fortunately right now we are doing another project in association with um, uh, india animal safe uh india india health save and india animal save so india health save is the you know yeah. the other ones yeah, yeah. Are, you know so they are getting food from us they are placing orders uh, for large quantities of uh, pulao or some kind of a you know okay. one pot rice dish and they are taking it and distributing it in uh, you know underprivileged to underprivileged people in slums and families like that who are finding wow. it difficult to find food at this time so we are like yeah. oh good you know we, we because we were missing not doing the good karma meals yeah. so 
this felt good to be able to do right now <laughs> no and in fact you know uh, apart from the good deeds that you're doing it also i remember that once we were just crossing from the restaurant and one of my friends saw it and mm-hmm. uh, she's a non vegan but she's like hey can we go try carrots you always used to tell me but i think they're doing good work and i think i got her to carrots and uh, we had a good conversation with you also around that and i think a lot of people also see that and you know because people are also becoming so aware and conscious and they want to also be part of something like this so mm. that also brings crowd so i think it's also a good way of uh, at least bringing non vegan customers on board so absolutely everything i mean it ties in together so yeah. what we run now see the future is this uh it, it it there is no you know it's not like you don't have to do only an ngo or only a for profit yeah. business you can run yeah. social enterprises Both. like this which yeah. which conscious businesses rather yeah. which support w- multiple things while also uh running a business yeah. in a traditional sense so yeah. that's definitely possible and apart from this another thing that also you know gets people interested to visit is we have a lot of events so yeah. if there are like minded people if somebody wants to come do a yoga class or a book reading yeah. or meditation or talk about organic veggies if there are conscious businesses we provide them a platform to promote their business at our restaurant so that kind of uh, you know intersectionality like yeah. helping yeah. other like minded even if they're not uh, say a completely vegan place yeah. but their vegan products and you know that part of yeah. things can be promoted in our platform that helps to so uh, i think susmita then i'll be ready with uh, you know coming to carrots and promoting my podcast because Yay! so <laughs> i think um, i'm going to leverage the entire platform that carrots actually uh, provides to people and i'm looking forward to it <laughs> absolutely please come um, you are covering a lot of important things in your podcast and more people need to know about it so please come give a talk about it promote it do whatever <laughs> you know you're very welcome to do it so yeah <laughs> so uh, susmita before we go ahead uh, there's a small uh, rapid fire round and uh, i'll probably just uh, put one question to you and um, i would uh, want a one word answer or a maximum of a one phrase answer so whenever you're ready i'll start with it let's um, go ahead okay <laughs> So the first one is dog cat money abundance want need need <laughs> ice cream <laughs> sustainability veganism desire desire now oh. manifestation food vegan food <laughs> well, veganism um ethical way of life frog i don't know why rodent <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice connect yeah. so thank you so much susmita i think going ahead uh, the next question for you would be is it easy to find plant based alternatives now and uh, if yes how easy it is to use these alternatives in uh, you know preparing food so it is though it may not appear that way if you compare say to the west but today there are way more plant based alternatives available than there were yeah. even maybe 5 years ago so yeah. things are changing there are a lot of little vegan businesses cropping up everywhere so not just the big companies introducing plant based alternatives but also a lot of you know home grown vegan businesses all yeah. over in multiple cities 
so alternatives are available and they're quite easy to use and very tasty but then again you know as you were saying it's easy to be vegan in india because of you know one of the reasons is because of the variety of you know fruits nuts seeds grains all the things that are available to us right yeah. so it's extremely easy for people to even just make their own plant based alternatives at home yeah. and you can make so many varieties and it gives you a lot of options because if you make one kind of milk you can see okay this goes well with this dish but then yeah. i can make another kind of milk with another absolutely. dish absolutely you know? <laughs> yeah the flavors so, are so different and so in itself it's so unique very very unique very very yeah. unique and it, it's beautiful because there's so much potential for creativity in all yeah. of it right yeah so you know having talked about uh, different kinds of uh, alternatives uh, mm-hmm. what according to you does the future of plant based food look like it looks very promising and we can see that by looking at the global trends where or even you know the trends within the within india where yeah. uh, the plant based alternative businesses are getting a lot of funding you know yeah. especially meat alternatives huge funding is happening yeah. there yeah. Uh, so they know everybody knows that this is the future and this is where it is headed and i'll tell you an example when uh, on on one of the visits to new york uh, there's this uh, one vegan uh, uh, you know small restaurant uh, they they were actually more like a vegan fast food uh, chain and it was winter and it was cold and we were shivering and still i could see that the queue was like nearly wrapped around the block wow. <laughs> it was like this long queue of people not yeah. all of them are vegan of course right so there were non vegans going there lining up to go and eat that vegan food yeah. and yeah. that is the future of plant based foods so what we need is to make to have enough businesses and restaurants so that the crowd doesn't have to stand in queues and yeah. they can just go eat <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, until recently in india we just had uh, good dot as one of the meat alternative but now i think mm-hmm. uh, recently there was a news about uh, the celebrities janelia d'souza and ritesh deshmukh coming up with their own uh, plant based meat uh, brand i think yeah. uh, we are moving towards it and people have slowly started recognizing the fact that we need alternatives so and there's also clean meat coming into the picture because uh, there's uh, this uh, company based out of singapore if i'm not wrong shok meats and the lady sandhya is from india and mm-hmm. uh, she is based out of uh, singapore and she is doing a great work with getting cell cultured and you know lab grown uh, clean meat and that's that's actually that looks like a future right wherein if you actually want plant based alternative you have that but if you need the exact taste of meat you also have that but there's no cruelty to any animal in, in that since it's it's just from the lab so the cell cultured meat is a bit of a controversy because there is to start with to get the cell from somewhere yeah. there is some minimal amount of, of cruelty of uh, but yes you know if you're looking at it in the, the larger large picture scale, in larger yeah. picture then definitely yes uh, as you say that is a part of the future yeah. uh, but there is another angle to things that i'm seeing is that you know again with especially now with the covid crisis while all of us are sitting at home 
Yeah. People are realizing the importance of eating more healthy, more fresh, more True. clean foods. You know, handmade stuff, right? Yeah. Right off uh, from their own, made in their own kitchen, so yeah. they know what goes into it. So yeah. that again, I think, is going to really, really help with increasing the consumption of plant-based foods because, yeah. as we, you know, especially in India, we see that even a lot of people who eat meat do not eat meat at home. On, you yeah. know, they go out to eat. So yeah. if they are focusing more on cooking at home and more on, you know, eating food that they prepare, then a lot more plant-based food is going to get uh, consumed. That's going to become a big part of the culture. Yeah. Having talked about this, what's next for you and what's next for carrots? So... next for carrots is uh, right now just getting through this whole crisis <laughs> somehow <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, you know coming coming out uh, strong on the other end because i do know i do believe that all conscious business all vegan business everyone's going to do well if they survive through this you know yeah. um yeah. so that is right now that is our only focus we might again start so because, because as i said classes were a big part of uh, what yeah. we were doing Uh, now we have to switch to figure out how to do more online classes and things like that so yeah. we're thinking of uh, working on those lines um so carrots right now that's all uh, there is and nothing else uh, right now in our mind but yeah once we open out and expand you know once the covid crisis is, is over yeah, there's so much that we have uh, yeah. that we want to do personally for me um i'm i'm taking a step back from only being a vegan restaurant uh, and focusing on many other aspects and many other areas of my life so i've been doing more uh, talks on spirituality i've been doing more meditations and um, you know that kind of stuff so my, and, and of course you know my podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a huge uh, part of what i'm doing uh, now which which yeah. embodies all these things that i i yeah. carry um i'm also working on um you know some kind of uh, coaching program or mastermind which brings together vegan women entrepreneurs here wow. in india because i believe we need that support yeah. group you know and yeah. that kind of which anyway i've been doing so much mentoring over the years i feel that you know we should do this at a group yeah. setting so everyone's you know yeah. supporting each other you know before we end this episode i think yours was a very quick episode and it's it's great how we wrapped everything and all the questions <laughs> in uh, such short time but uh, if there's one message that you would like to give to uh, people who are transitioning to plant based diet mm-hmm. or people who are still have still not explored plant based diet mm-hmm. what would that one message be mm, i would say you know it's what you need to do is be very very mindful of what you eat and where it's coming from so spend time with your food uh, before you start eating just spend a few minutes thinking about the journey of the food before it yeah. reached you yeah and that is going to help you make the right decisions yeah. you know and what what you should be having and you know what kinds of practices you should be supporting true um and uh, that that will help and then build a support system even if you are a little bit considering a switching to a plant based uh, you know life yeah. then connect with other vegans connect with other people on the same journey as you yeah. um so that is going to really help you get through this because the difficult part is not the food the food is easy and the food is fantastic and wonderful yeah. you can figure it out um it's 
you know dealing with the people around you convincing family and friends that this is good and this is the right way for you to be um to deal with that kind of stuff when you have a support system around you you'll be able to do it much better yeah and in fact there are organizations like there's this organization called reducitarian mm-hmm. uh, which helps people to reduce meat and transition mm-hmm. into plant based diet so even if you're someone who's not yet ready or is apprehensive about uh, transitioning but you want to cut down on your meat eating habits then something or an organization like reducitarian can be of a big help because uh, they they do talk about you know how easy it is to reduce when you start thinking from a climate animal or health perspective makes sense and another way of course is also to do this more like a see a lot of us humans yeah. we are very afraid to commit yeah <laughs> like oh my god this is life changing okay i'm so scared to do it so yeah. instead you can do it more like okay i'm going to be a strict vegan for one month not reduction not anything but strictly yeah. a vegan for one month try it for just that 30 days you know yeah. just by doing that again is a great way because you're going to corner True. yourself to True. become aware and educate yourself yeah. in all yeah. directions so that also helps to you know <laughs> get you yeah. the system changes your taste buds change as yeah. well as your you know your brain also changes right yeah. like the addiction the addiction goes away so that True. is why the strict doing it for a month i feel yeah. maybe more effective than sli- yeah. trying to slowly reduce it uh because yeah. yeah that works too i i am not judging to that but own, you know yeah. <laughs> to each yeah. their own but i feel this is very effective because physically literally you will change so that yeah. you won't you know need it anymore yeah. <laughs> everybody can be vegan everybody yeah. can be when i say physical change i only mean taste buds and yeah. uh, brain <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> of course uh, vegan food does help you in losing weight also if you intend to yes if you but, want to you can lose weight even those who have less weight can gain weight you can know gain weight. Under- depending on the diet you choose yes. and for someone like me who keeps hogging a lot uh thanks to covid i think you <laughs> no matter whether you're a vegan or non vegan if you eat too much you will eventually <laughs> gain weight and which is fine as long as yeah. you're healthy as long as you're yeah. full of energy the True. size doesn't even matter True. right True. <laughs> yeah it was very good talking to you uh youtube i'm really hoping that you know with this podcast your message reaches out to as many people as uh, it can and mm-hmm. uh, I'm thankful that you are a part of this. <laughs> Thank you so much Krutika. Thank you for listening to us today. Check out the Feel Good Factor podcast and listen to Susmita's podcast episodes. To follow Susmita and connect with her, check out her Instagram handle at the rate v e g a n o s a u r u s. It's at the rate veganosaurus. To connect with its critical on Instagram, check out at the rate i t s k r i t i k a l p o d c a s t. It's at the rate its critical podcast. To connect with us on Twitter, check out at the rate i t s k r i t i k a l p o d. It's at the rate its critical pod. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook. The link is in the description. For more details visit www.itscritical.com it's www.itskritical.com we hope you had a great time listening to this episode and i'd like to thank my colleagues joshua 
Siddharth Vishnu and Jonathan Lusto for doing their best in helping us come up with these episodes. Thank you. Happy listening.